0: hey you busy Mm okay let me run something past you real quick i am a pattern following grandbaby i we can go ahead and contribute it to my childhood i can tell when something's out of place i can tell when something is trending i can tell when something is off I can tell when something is repetitively not working. I can tell. That's why I'm usually the worker that comes into the training class for a corporation and go, have y'all always done it this way? Because I have a unique set of skills. I don't want to be the Liam grandbaby taking.com, you understand? But I have a particular set of skills that allows me to see when something is not working. And I had a eureka moment. I realize that we are coming up on a generation that is extremely emotionally fragile. There's an increase in mental health issues. There's an increase in frustrations. It's an increase. And some of it is valid. You know, coming into the panorama and all the things that happened after 2020, it's like, okay, this is outrageous. So again, some of it is valid. There's some things going on in the new age that... People five, 10 years ago can't say that they were experienced in, prior to 2020. There's some situation, people ain't seen gas get to that number before. they like, oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> what is going on? Yeah, we're all trying to figure it out. And so when you mix e- external factors to the bowl of something that's already fragile, it has enough to overflow in the in the way that God didn't intend it to be. I am literally starting to see a trend in people being exhausted emotionally, financially, and all the other leads. And then on the other side of the spectrum, there seems to be this uprise of like a Joshua generation where people are like really cognizant on generational curse breaking and wanting to be the first millionaire in their family and having multiple streams of income. So when you see this vast difference of two-sided coins you're like okay time out this has been either I've been sleep and not been part of the woke grandbaby isms or I am starting to see a trend and I noticed that there is something occurring that I don't think a lot of people are noticing but it got my attention I was literally reflecting On the season that I'm currently in and what God is doing and oh my goodness, not to be no spiritual thumper, but like, yo, when I say God has my attention, he has my attention. I have literally have never felt this free in my soul free to hear God, free to go ahead and just do what he says to do, free to be fearless, free to have the audacity to walk out me in totality, not to cover me up, not to accessorize me for any environments, but to truly walk in this earth and not lose my salt, just free. This level of freedom, this level of feeling full of the spirit, I told God I want to be so full of you that nothing else can even compete with you. There will be no other voices. There will be no other instruction. There will be no other emotional inputs. There will be nothing, whether it's in me or externally. I don't want anything to complete with you. I want you to literally fill me to the brim, sir, and let it overflow from there. I have never felt this. And I had to just do like an eternal kind of like an evaluation. Because one thing about me... If I'm experiencing something that's dope, I want to know the ingredients of it so that I never lose the recipe. Whether it's a physical, tangible meal or more so something spiritual. But if I come across something that is good ground, I want to take my spiritual sandals off and go, okay, so how did I get here? So that no matter what's happening in the world, I'm able to find the courtness again. So no matter what's happening inside of my life, inside of me, inside of my relationships, no matter what happens, I know how to get back to the courtness of peace and fulfillment and contentment and satisfaction because what i've noticed about the world is that it tries to snatch every piece of what jesus said he left for you peace i leave unto you not what the peace the world be saying they leave and i ain't gonna hold you i felt like when he said that he looked over his like spiritual glasses like let me go ahead and tell you it's not the peace that the world be living but peace and then he looked through the frames like that's how i see it leave me alone that's the way jesus and i commune okay and i just I'm in love with this sense of it, and I want to be so just wrapped in it and engulfed in it. And I, I was just having this moment with God, and I was like, how come I've never experienced this before? And I couldn't. I promise you. Hold on. That's my um, that's my ringer. Hold on, because I like this song, by the way. Hold on. I gas me up. I hype me up. I gas me up. Yeah, apparently I need to go water my plants. That's between me and the Lord you have a nice day. Let me turn it off. But literally, literally, I don't know if that was the Holy Spirit saying, let me make a cameo, but you can go ahead and get it too. Uh, when I asked how come I never experienced that before, I literally heard God say, uh, because you haven't been this present. And I was like, time out because when, what, what you mean? And so it wasn't a coincidence that when I woke up this morning, the verse of the day was Hebrews 13, eight. And, you know, it's always going to be in the NLT version because we're better, right? Uh, Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forevermore. And I wondered why when I read that, it popped out at me. I was like, okay, because I've read this this verse before. Okay, Jesus is the same yesterday, today, and forevermore. Okay, okay. And he said, uh, you realize that those are three different places, right? I was like, let me read it again. Jesus is the same yesterday, today, and forevermore. I said, yeah, I realized that. He said, you realize that the reason why he's able to be in three different places is because he can occupy because he's omnipresent, right? I said, absolutely, because Jesus is like part of the Trinity, right? God, Holy Spirit. I get it. He said, maybe you haven't been... Experiencing the fulfillment that I wanted you to experience in life is because you try to be in those three places too, instead of just being present. I said, God, I'm so you're gonna drop a hot 16 on me like that. You got to give me, (laughs) I need some pre trailer. I need, like, my English teacher told me, uh, intro body conclusion. You can't just give me that intro. I'm gonna need body, sir. He was like, Adi Adi. I said, Oh. You listen to her too? That's between me and the Lord, leave me alone. And so when I actually had it, pause, because this is how I talk to God. Like when I say he and I be having, he and I be having. I, I'm talking key keys and ha ha's because, and that's another thing. I truly believe that the life that you experience has a lot to do with the God that you experience. And in another conversation, I'm gonna have that conversation with you. And it's going to sound a lot like the God you see is the life that you have. The God that you see has a lot to do with the life that you've received. If God is strict and he punishes and blah, blah. you have a life where you are walking on eggshells. You're scared to talk to him because you feel like, oh, he's going to be mad at me. And God is angry with me. And so life looks a lot like you are on trial for every day of your life. But if it's a little bit too loose. And you feel like you can do a little bit of world, a little bit of God, and he'll be okay with that. Then you have a life that looks like it has a lot of chaos in some areas. And it may look like fun, but it is lacking fulfillment and peace. But if you have an authentic relationship with God where you can make an LOL and go, Dad, that's how you made me. Like I just and I want to keep discovering me and I want to keep discovering you and I want to see life the way that you see it and you make it free and you make it where it's not like your parental relationship where you scared to say something. You can be open. He's not like you you, you, you talking back. You don't got to worry about getting slapped. It's more of a it's acceptance like God is love. And he loves you. And the reason why a lot of us can't even really receive that is because we've never really truly received the authentic level of agape love. And so the life that I'm currently living is because I am communing with God differently. I see him differently now. I feel like I'm getting into that conversation too early. I literally just said it's going to be later. But like I, I feel like that's a part of the peace that I feel. So when I kiki key key with you because I consider this to be an unveiled conversation. That's the same way that I am with God, but better. Like I'm completely unveiled. I'm naked. I'm back in a garden with God. He walks in a cool of the day with me. Like I love him. I no longer run to him just for troubled times. I no longer just go to him when things are bad. I no longer just make him a shoulder to cry on. Like he's also my partner to laugh with. He's also my creator that provides all my need. And so now all my wants are literally aligning to, you know what? I only want what I need. And so I don't feel that there's any kind of lack in my life. I look at the people that he put and I see the purpose there. I see the journey and I enjoy the process. It is different because I see see God different so my life feels different and so when he shows me things about me I don't feel reprimanded anymore I don't feel like oh man I'm so far from where I should be I don't feel condemned because he already says that's from the accuser when he corrects me I know it's because he loves me So I'm okay with sharing my corrections because if I'm getting better, then that means that he's perfecting me. That means that I won't have any more needs in this world. And it's like, you know what? I'm getting closer to being the righteousness that he wants me to be. And God only talks to those who are still learning. God only speaks to those who still want to hear. So those with ears, let them hear. And so if he's letting me hear it, if he's letting me hear the correction, then I'm available to be corrected, Lord. That means that my communion with you is getting even better and it makes me joyful and it makes me happy that my dad will correct me because that means that I'm close to him that is a part of communion as well so when he shows me things I don't mind sharing it because I'm getting better and if I'm getting better then I'm growing and if I'm growing then that means that I'm bearing fruit and if I'm bearing fruit that means I'll be able to share with others so that they can eat and never go hungry again I bind spiritual starvation in the name of Jesus. There will never be a time anymore that I see people living, but there aren't alive. We curse that root. We curse that seed in the name of Jesus. No more of that. Hmm. Go ahead. Holy spirit. L- listen, do what you do. I'm a vessel. I'm just, I'm here. and <laughs> That's it. So when he showed me that the reason why, I haven't been experiencing that in the past seasons It's because instead of being present, I was trying to be like Jesus and be omnipresent. Jesus is the same yesterday, today and forevermore. He said, yeah, all those times that you were thinking about your past and you let it put you in spiritual, emotional and physical bondage that you would keep replaying what people did to you replaying what you could have done differently replaying and you kept replaying your past and I kept saying to you please cast that care (laughs) like I said when you ask for forgiveness on something that I put it into the sea of forgiveness so you reminded me of stuff that I don't even remember so the fact that you're choosing to remember the fact that you're choosing to go around this mountain again the fact that you're choosing that remember I can't override your free will because of your choice to continue to To be there. You are there, but you're in bondage there. Your past is Egypt. Your past enslaved you. Yes, your past was, you were mistreated. Yeah, you didn't get your fair share. Yeah, you got the short end of the stick. However, if where you're at in the past and what you're going over in your mind and replaying over and over again, You have made your past your own personal chamber of torment. So you can't be there. It'll be one thing if you thought about the past and you were encouraged. It'll be one thing if you were really looking at your past accomplishments and you're like, oh, I can't wait to add to that. But more than likely because you're human, forgetting that you're a spirit being, you'd rather be a human being, you're replaying things that don't add to your joy that don't add to your fulfillment, that don't add to your peace. And then you wonder why your mood shift has happened. If you want to want, if you wonder why you are feeling that way, why don't you scale back, trace back and say, what's the last thing that I've been thinking about the most? Because your emotions are a byproduct of your thought process. No, you're not moody. You're in bondage to your past situation. You're in bondage to a past conversation. You're in bondage to a past transaction. And any time that you have a free time or idle time in your mind, the enemy makes you go back to that thought and guess what? Now you moody. You're not moody. You're not free. Yesterday past. Then he said today, so you can literally be present today. And your mind and your heart is somewhere else. Your mind can be thinking about the past while your heart is thinking about the future and blah, blah, blah. And all the while, the hours and the minutes and the seconds are going back today and you didn't even receive the fullness of the present of today. And forevermore, which is low key, the future. Why are you all the way over there (laughs) what are you doing? You got a 10 year plan. You got a 20 year plan. You got 30 years. When this looks like you got five years, you got old next year. I'm I'm sorry. The Bible says clearly do not say, Hey, next year we're going to do a B and C and we'll be over there because you don't know what God is going to do in your life. And that's a paraphrase, but it's Bible. You can, you can say what it tells you to say is if the Lord is willing Because you don't know what's gonna happen 10 minutes from now, let alone 10 years. It's okay, I'm not coming against the planning grandbabies for I too share in that grandbabyhood. But it is one thing to be so engulfed on future that you can't even tell me, what did you enjoy this week? What's something that happened yesterday that was kind of fulfilling? What's something that made you laugh or that you enjoyed two yesterdays ago you know why you can't remember most of that stuff not because you got a bad memory it's because you're bad at being present you don't you have not mastered the art of being present and that's a garden issue Eve did that Eve literally had every single thing that she could possibly want. She was given a boundary. Don't eat from that tree right there that looks great. I know you called it beautiful and all these other different things, but don't eat from that. And instead of her being present enough to say, man, God, you made this entire paradise just for my husband and I. You built this entire thing just for us. Let me go to the other trees that I can go and eat from. Mm, this is delicious and be eaten from each one go ahead and make you a peach cobbler ma'am like do what needs to be done with. make you a smoothie do all the things that we haven't done yet like this is new ground all of this is brand new to you go and explore the newness be present in what God is presently saying you can have but she couldn't do that you know what she was too busy doing she was in the forever she was in the future she was in the what tomorrow could look like She was in the what next year and two years can now can look like. And she was looking at that fruit in a way of what I could look like if I ate this. Ma'am, if you were present, you would have reminded yourself and put a comma in that statement. And it would have sounded a lot like comma. But if God wanted me to have it, he wouldn't have put a boundary there. I wish that Eve practiced how to be present, how to be present, just be where God is. And I wanted to actually just look up the definition, the true definition of present. So the new Oxford dictionary and the bishops over there, they gave mm, three particular definitions Two our adjectives, one is a noun. So the first adjective, it says in a particular place. Two, existing or occurring now. The noun definition, which will be the third, is the period of time now occurring. Nowhere in this definition did I hear anything about yesterday. Nothing in here reminds us about anything about the future. Yet, if we are not careful, we will be so engulfed in the yesterdays and futures that we completely miss God now we could be experiencing a joy everlasting if we were present the present of being present is being in God's presence it literally is you being in a line to wherever God is at If God is here, I want to be here. If God is moving over there, I want to be over there. That is the epitome of being present. Peter showed it immediately and beautifully when he was on the boat. Good, good, good ghost was what the other disciples were saying on the boat. But Peter knew something that we didn't. He said, Jesus, if that's you. Call me out onto the water where you are. And Jesus said, come on out here. Pull up on me. That's what Jesus said. And what did Peter do? Peter began to be present. He start, He got off the side of the boat. He started to walk near Jesus. And then what happened? He started to remember some of the past. How do I know? because the waves and the winds he already saw that that was already that was something he was experiencing in the boat the moment that you are not focused on where God currently is everything that is around you that was getting your attention before starts to go ahead and win over you where you're at now that boss has always been that way (laughs) but now that you're giving her a little bit more attention than usual now that you are not really trying to strictly align yourself to wherever god is at or what god is doing now she's starting to wear on you a little bit more that financial situation was always there that particular debt was always there that singlehood was always there that whatever it was externally that you experienced while you were in a boat it was always there why do you think that now that you're walking towards jesus that now is getting a little bit more intense like you feel like oh my. Oh my gosh, I can't take any more. And it's because when you level up, so does the external circumstance. Which you thought Peter was going to walk on the water and the winds and the waves are going to go. Shh, we had our chance. No, because it, it's not finished until you reach Jesus. And so, yo, if we can go ahead and distract him in, in this little bit of, square footage, meters, whatever it is before he gets to him, we got a fair chance. And what you got to do is be so present that the external circumstances don't even stand a chance. Why did you doubt is what Jesus said when he picked up Peter. And so I wanted to go ahead and look up OG Joshua, right? Because to me, someone who could have really made a decision on their past being scared of their future. Like to me, Joshua was literally in the middle of the two. He was Moses's assistant. So you saw how hard it is to go ahead and be in Moses's position. You saw how just, I'm talking about disrespectfully disobedient the Israelites were. You saw and went out to the future and was a part of the like, yo, we can actually go ahead and take this land. Yeah, they huge. I ain't gonna hold you. Look like ShackO'Neill.com, but you know what? So what? <laughs> yeah, the grapes are big enough to be the size of our head. Plus, but you know what? So what? And with all of that, Joshua didn't even stutter when God was like, yo, you up next. So I wanted to literally peel back. What would God tell someone that needed to be present when they experience an uncomfortable past and a scary future and you're calling them into the seat presently of something that may not seem the most comfortable. If you ever wondered what mindset Joshua needed to have, you need to go back to what God said to him. So I did exactly that. I went to Joshua one, you know, I read in the NLT version. So it goes ahead and tells you, matter of fact, let's just read from one. I ain't going, I was going to start from somewhere else, but let's just go one. So one after the death of Moses, the Lord's servant, the Lord spoke to Joshua, son of Nun, Moses, assistant. He said to Moses, my servant is dead. Therefore, the time has come for you to lead these people, the Israelites across the Jordan river into the land I'm giving them. Three, I promise you what I promised Moses, wherever you set your foot, you will be on land I have given you Four, from the Negev wilderness in the south to the Libyan mountains in the north, from the Euphrates River in the east to the Mediterranean Sea in the west, including all the land of the Hittites. Five. No one will be able to stand against you as long as you live, for I will be with you as I was with Moses. I will not fail you or abandon you. Mm. Six, be strong and courageous, for you are the one who will lead these people to possess all the land I swore to their ancestors I would give them. Seven, be strong and very courageous. Be careful. To obey all the instructions Moses gave you, do not deviate from them, turning either to the right or to the left. Then you will be successful in everything you do. Eight, study this book of instruction continually. Meditate on it day and night so you will be sure to obey everything written in it. Only then will you prosper and succeed in all you do. Nine, this is my command. Be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid or discouraged for the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. 10. Joshua then commanded the officers of Israel. 11. Yep. Go through the camp and tell the people to get their provisions ready. In three days you will cross the Jordan River and take possession of the land the Lord God has given you. Pause. (laughs) Jojo was like, uh... Heard you. Copy. You finish. I don't want to be disrespectful. Cool. Um. Yeah. Yo, y'all told the people get ready. Yeah. Put your shoes on. <laughs> he was not playing <laughs> very much about that. Let's go live. You understand? But here's what I picked up. Whenever you are going into something that may be a little bit intimidating, whenever you are coming from something that could have been enough to just go ahead and demolish every part of you emotionally, mentally, and physically, Pay attention to what God is trying to infuse in you now, because whatever it is he's trying to infuse in you now is because he knows that you're going to need it going forward. It is not a coincidence that God told this man, be strong and courageous, be strong and very courageous, be strong and courageous. That man said it three times. Why? Why? Because maybe it was something that he was low-key lacking. Maybe it's something that he needed to go ahead and strengthen. Maybe it's something that he absolutely was going to need for where he was going. But for whatever the reason, whatever the reason may be, it's clear. One thing's for sure. God was trying to make sure that he knew exactly what was needed. And everything that God said was infused on what he needed now. He literally told him, study this book of instruction continually meditate on it day and night so you will be sure to obey everything in it only then will you prosper and succeed in all you do why didn't god give him like a year plan like okay so this is what you're gonna do in january and then that's gonna last about march and then after march go ahead and pick back up here and then do Mm mm. it was yo if i can just give you some simplistic biblical like processes but i give you this It's going to carry you through the rest of the, the rest of the way. Sir, you only spoke to him for, um, for nine verses. (laughs) You don't think he need a little bit more? No. Need him to be very, uh, strong and very courageous. That's it. Also want him to obey all the instructions that Moses gave. Cause real talk, the key ingredients didn't really come in for him specified. Didn't arrive until about maybe seven and eight. Because for then, he was just giving him the pre-trailer. Like, you remember Moses? Yeah, it's a rap for the boy. Yeah, I mean, shout out to the homie. Pour something out. um But, yeah, everything I told him, basically, you're you going to get the package too. Yeah, you get the Moses package, you know, 2.5. Uh, I'm going to go at whatever your foot touches, right? Like, you, you know. Okay, you got that part because you was the assistant anyway. Cool. And so, yeah, so literally verse 1 to about mm, five was just him pretty much saying, "I'm gonna do the same thing for you that I did for Moses." Okay, but we see when Moses is that God. So what do I need to do? Oh, this part's for you. Um, be strong and courageous. Okay, <laughs> for for you are the one who will lead these people to possess all the land I swore to their ancestors, and I will give them. Cool. And then what? Oh, verse seven. Be strong and very courageous. Okay. <laughs> Okay, be careful to obey all the instructions Moses gave to you. Do not deviate from them turning either to the right or to the left. Then you will be successful in everything you do. Okay, Um. Oh, eight. study this book of instruction continually. Meditate on it day and night so you will be sure to obey everything in it. Only then will you prosper and succeed in all you do. Nine, this is my command. Be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid or discouraged, for the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. God, can I say something? I don't feel like you're giving me step by step. I don't feel like you're saying, um monday should look like this wednesday should look like that like and i'm the kind of grandbaby. i want you to i want it to look like a recipe step one go ahead and open up the box and pour the contents in okay got it step two get you a little bit of them eggs get you some butter melt that down to one third then go ahead like i want to feel like i'm really baking something and i'm putting in let me see this at 350 for however many minutes and then check it in the middle like that makes me feel like i'm being led right that makes me feel like step by step i know it Exactly what I'm doing. There's no question about it. And if I err to the left or right, I kind of can go back to the box. But you giving me pretty much, yo, whatever I told Moses, that's what uh the same thing is going to be on you. Yeah, I'm transferring over the Moses package onto you. I also want you to be strong and very courageous. And then I also want you to remember to uh, meditate on this book day and night. Do not deviate from what Moses told you. I'm telling you, stop playing with me. And then also, don't even worry about the future because I'm there wherever you're at. That's why you told that man to be strong and very courageous. Because <laughs> I would have been like, what do I take with me? Who, wh- when do I go? What time of day should I go? Um, should we eat before we go ahead and go? Should we cook before we go ahead and go? God, I need, like, I know you know me, sir. Open some of that up and let me get some of it. The- like, what's the third point? I need you to do me like a Baptist preacher, sir. The third point, because I'm I got pen and paper, and you're not really. Why you not giving? And it's because sometimes God is like you, so focused on how the outcome is going to look. You so focused on the future that you're not even soaking in, just being present. I said, "Oh, yo, Joshua, can I say something? You are O.G. present because the only thing." God really told you was be strong and very courageous that was the only thing that was specialized and specified for you everything else was focused on today and don't worry about anything else in the future that goes on ahead of you because guess what I'm with you wherever you go how brave and very courageous do you have to be to just be present to just be like okay after that conversation's no questions, God. I'm not I'm not peeling back anything that you said. I'm not coming back with a gideon mindset like God, if it's really you sending me, I'm not doing any of that. I'm taking the information that you gave me and I'm running the play. Yep. In three days, we out. I don't know, y'all Y'all might as well go ahead and pack it up because we're we going to be out. You're you going to have to do like a, a a good mother on a Sunday. Listen, I'm leaving with or without you, okay? You ready? I'm, when I'm ready to go, this car is getting started and y'all better be in it. You understand? <laughs> Shouts out to the homies that had to live through that. I, I know the type of grandbaby you had to be. God bless you. I commune with you, okay? But I feel like God is literally trying to give us a Damascus moment. He's singing, you have everything you need and I told you everything that you need to hear and you have the steps, just be present. If I didn't give it to you in that moment, you didn't need it for that moment. If I didn't advise you of what's to come up, then that's because it's not for you to deal with or think about or put into a plan now. I will let you know what is needed when it's time for you to know what is needed stop trying to get me to conform to the ways of the world you want me to give you a 10-step plan you want me to give you all the secrets to whatever and what you don't understand is what I'm giving you now is my presence if you just soak and bask in that you have all you need instead of reading all these self-help books and there's nothing wrong with wanting to have self-development but why don't you go ahead and read his book it literally says that if you meditate on it day and night you will be successful and prosper in all that you do change your heart posture change the way that you look at things don't just seek him because you're wanting something seek him because you're wanting to be different there is something so fulfilling about being present. I promise you. I wish I this person, this season, this version of me would have went back to the prior versions of me and was like, "Look, I want beans, green, cement. Like I'll, I, I would have went ahead and went off on me, like you holding us up because you thinking about other versions of us that is not currently here. I need you to master being present. Just be present. And everything that you're looking for, everything that you're trying to gain, every time the thing that you're trying to succeed, you will obtain it in God's presence when you decide to just be present. So what is my challenge to you? Hmm? My challenge to you is to practice the art of being present. And it's difficult because in this particular juncture of life and season and generations that are coming up we don't know how to be present you can be in the waiting room you can be waiting online you can be like literally in a line in a grocery store whatever and you'll just pan the room you'll see how many people are on their phone You'll see how many people are actually in a meeting but not really in a meeting because, you you know, you're on the Zoom call, you're in the whatever, but you're still answering emails and da-da. Like life has taught us and robbed us of this most important skill set of fulfillment, of being present. You'll be in a conversation with someone and their phone is in their hand. Someone will be trying to talk to you and you're still watching TV. You, 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 you're cooking or you're doing whatever. And somebody's fighting to get your attention. We have added so much to us and it has taken away so much from us that we don't know how to just live a life of walking with God, have quiet time with God, have a time that you, you can say, okay, that has enough of my time. I need to be filled. God is not against entertainment. He's against not having a way to engage with you. That's a little bit of an issue. And so we need to get back to that. We need to get back to learning how to be present. And it it may be small things. Like, you know, learn the art of not bringing your phone with you everywhere that you go. You got to be that accessible all the time. Now, I get it. Some of the grandbabies take it to the bathroom because you know it it makes for a comfortable, you know, it, it, number two, you know. I get it. I'm part of the grandbaby club. I'm not I'm not bashing. But it's something about rolling over and picking it up. Like you start your day with it, you end your day with it. It's like, I'm sorry, but the Bible says meditate day and night on, on the word, not on your phone. You see what I'm saying? Like it has to be an adjustment in the physical realm and the adjustment in your habits you gotta break habits in order to bear new ones to birth new ones And sometimes it's just as simple as going, what has my attention the most and how can I be more present? Maybe if you were more present in all the things that you do have, you wouldn't be in such agony for the things that you don't. Because the reality is, is if you needed it to be fulfilled at this point, if you needed it to be okay at this point, I truly believe that God would have given it to you. But if you don't have it, if there's a boundary there, if there's a block there for whatever the reason, if he gave you this whole entire thing and said, just don't eat from that but you feel like mm, I really need that then it's a matter of spiritual maturity and you need to ask God and just be completely unveiled and say hey can you show me how to live a life with the things that I have and have joy in this moment in this season without feeling like I will be happy when fill in blank Because if you live a life like that, I'm going to go ahead and tell you now, you're going to have to endure that. That I'll be happy when mindset never perishes. It becomes a part of literally your social security number. You will, you will literally have destination fatigue and then look back on your life and not remember the processes, not remember the revelations, not remember what God did to you from one season to the other. And what a life that would be. Like, is that a life worth living? That you remember the graduations, you remember the promotions, but you don't remember really feeling the fulfillment of that. You, it was just like a check in another box and you created more boxes. I'm going to go ahead and tell you there's way more boxes than there are checks. You might as well get your, your fulfillment from another location. I'm telling you from a recovering checkboxer. Okay, I'm telling you from a recovering person who thought that progress gave me my yay. And although it does, it doesn't determine my level of joy, peace, or happiness. I'm telling you right now, if prior versions of me heard that, I would be DJ scratching, yeah, right, whatever. I'm the person that dropped the class because I was going to get a B. Because that A was the only way. Because what? So I, when I'm telling you I'm, I'm shooting from the hip, I'm shooting from the hip. You have to learn to just be present. It's the greatest gift that God could ever give you. Let Jesus be in yesterday, today, and forevermore. You just focus on today because that's all you need to focus on. It says it in Matthew 7. Just focus on today. Cause you'll never get this day again. This day will then soon be yesterday will soon then be past and don't be in the future. Cause you're not there yet. And that's unfair. You may change. People may change. Circumstances may change. You, you don't know the variables for the future. The only thing that you can be a great steward over is now just be present. Okay listen uh I feel like you got what you needed Mm -hmm. you know these conversations all right right they are light-provoking conversations conversations that not the average person's gonna have with you but who your favorite homegirl. uh what's your favorite website it better be www.createdthenumber2multiply.com for all the things are all the things and then the patreon strive in the letter in inspired listen doing all the things for the lord and being very present while i do it come on board chew <laughs> chew if you will okay but um i got something to do so i'm gonna go ahead and let you let me go we talk later okay all right later